Kampai. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Mmm. Well, I think since we have three different kinds of beer, we can't really do the POW. <laughs> no, actually, I was hoping to come in with like a good kind of beer because I've been listening to your show and I was like, I'm going to bring in like a good beer. But well, then, you did. You gave it to me. It's a premium Ebis, dude. Yeah, Thank you. But I wanted to like to do something more special, but then... What is oh, more special than an Ebis? Well, that's, that, it kind of broke my heart. I was like, I'm going to bring in my favorite beer, Al Oni. Oh, shit. Oh, and then like the episode I listened to today, you guys tested that. And I was like, oh, I got nothing to show you anymore now. No, no, Ed, we've had uh, a remarkable amount of beers on this show. Mm. I mean, shit, dude. We had the Whiskey Brothers on, and we had an unbelievable mm. amount of whiskey in here. Mm. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, that's like one of the episodes where, like, everybody blacked out. Mm. <laughs> and we all woke up with our clothes on. We're like, nothing happened, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently sponsored by Mitsuya Liquor in... And wherever that is. And, uh, <laughs> also, yeah, that's right. We do have two sponsors. Yeah, Mitsuya Liquor. Uh, fitters, if you're in Tokyo, come on down to uh, Mitsuya Liquor and uh, say, Got Fit in Japan. You can drink your beers in the secret bar in the back or go to Gamuso. Mm. And if I'm working, motherfucking tip me. Mm. Oh, man. So, what's up, the Fitters? I don't know. We should probably really start for real. What's up, Fitters? Welcome to yet another episode of Got Fit in Japan. I'm Johnny. And I'm Brad. Hi. Brad. <laughs> what's me, up? Call me B Rad, B Diddy. Are you serious? No. Well, you are from L.A. Yeah, you can call me that. My friends call me that sometimes. They call you B. Diddy? Yeah, my last name is Didway, so Brad Didway, B. Diddy. So B. you've got a B. gangster B. name, and it's actually a legit gangster name. Yeah, but like that, I gotta like tell you though, B. Diddy came before P. Diddy was P. Diddy. Well, you were born before him. Well, how old are you? No, I, w- I probably was not born before him. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 83, so I'm 32 now. 32? Yeah. Oh, man, you're on the right side of the 30s. I'm on the wrong side of the 30s. Yeah, you're old. <laughs> no <not>. shit, man. <laughs> I got back problems. I got hernia problems. I got stomach problems. I got financial problems. Buy a painting. <laughs> and for all you faders who have bought a painting and commissioned me to do work, dudes, thank you so much, faders. Fucking fade on. Mm. And for all you who haven't, hey, <laughs> get in the line. <laughs> Please. The line is of one person right now. <laughs> I feel I have to buy a painting now. Being directly in front of you. Are you serious? Dude, I've got a lot of really cool shit right there. Well, I think they're cool. My family says they're cool. (laughs) My mom says it's good. (laughs) My mom says I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Vader's Got Fit in Japan. It's about two dudes booze, Japan in the news, and we are two dudes, and we're doing the news. Uh, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie B is doing um, some music stuff tonight, as he was last week, and I think next week, too, he's got some gigs. Man, that guy's like Bob Dylan, dude. He's always playing tunes somewhere. Um, hopefully not on the street. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm busy. I got a gig tonight. And he's in the park playing by himself. <laughs> no, Maddie B would not know he might do that. No, Maddie B can play a guitar anywhere. I guess anybody can play a guitar anywhere, right? Yeah, I could play guitar in front of my house if I want to, but I don't think my neighbors would be happy about that. Yeah, our neighbors kind of frown on that kind of yeah. shit. Go in front of the supermarket, go in front of the conveni. Mm-hmm. Do pay, would people tip you if you paid or if you played? I don't think they would tip me because I play grunge rock and that doesn't really translate well into acoustic. But if I play some like cool like Japanese pop and like sing my solo like I love you, you know, <laughs> they're into that. They are into that. Yeah, people like to be be happy in front of train stations. They don't want to hear like some depressing grunge rock music before they get on the train. Well, I don't know, man. The trains are pretty depressing. I told you I saw like the aftermath of a suicide last Thursday. You were saying that. That sounds not fun. <laughs> to be honest, dude, it was fucking weird, man. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me just get this out of the way. Faders! 
<laughs> oh, it's one of those episodes, faders. <laughs> just going back and forth here. Yeah, we're just going back and forth. This is episode number 282. Thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, let's continue. All right, so, yeah, yeah, last Thursday was pretty fucked up, man. Like, fucking, I had this meeting at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning and shit. Don't ask. So fucking I'm on the Toyoko line going up to Nakamegaro, right? Mm-hmm. And the Toyoko line, I'm on the, and I was in Jiogoka, which is only like three stops away. And it took us half an hour to get there, right? Because the train kept on stopping and going, stopping and going, stopping and going. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I got another meeting in like an hour and shit, right? So fucking we finally get to Nakamegaro. And as soon as the doors open up and shit, I book, right? And then I, I run out and I stop and I look in front of me and there's like all these cops and like, like, uh, what you call it, um... Train train personnel and stuff. They're holding up these huge green tarps and shit. Oh and, no! Yeah, dude. <laughs> and dude, I guess like the guy got the guy got hit by the train and his body was dragged or something because they had they had like the green tarps for at least like I'm gonna say at least like ten meters or mm. some shit. Like I mean it was fucking long, dude. And then fucking I was like holy shit and like fucking like the, the platform was crowded. It was so fucking crowded, but everybody mm. is at least like fucking like at least like. Five feet away from like we're like we're all the the security guards and employees were like holding up the the tarps and shit, dude. Here, check this out. I got a photo of it. I had to take a photo of it because everybody else was taking a photo of it and shit. It was weird because like like there's like like half the people were just like just staring and the other half like had their phones up and shit and were recording stuff. It was fucked up. Here, like check this shit out. Oh man. So yeah, th- yeah, doesn't it look like the blue tarps that you see the homeless people use? Exactly, except. This is for a different reason. A uh, completely different <laughs> reason. And here's all the staff and shit. All right. Here, describe the picture. Oh, man. This this tarp goes on, like, down the platform for... I don't know my meters, but I'm going to just say the number 30. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. Sounds like a nice round number. Yeah, so I guess, like, the guy got hit. Yeah. He was, like, dragged and oh, spun around or something. That's got to be a horrible way to die. No shit. Look how many people are fucking just sitting there watching. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's, like, like at least, like, a couple hundred people. Yeah. But what is there actually to see, though? Like, if we stare at the green tarp long enough, we can actually see behind it? <laughs> to be honest, dude, to be honest, I, I just woke up. I had a meeting and shit that went fairly well mm-hmm. and stuff. I was on my way to go to another job and stuff, and I was like, fuck, dude, I got really got to get moving and stuff. So I saw it. I took some photos, and I felt kind of bad, but everybody else was taking photos. Yeah. And then I was like, should I just stick around to see the body? And I was like, what? What is this fucking, like, stand by me? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. No, it's not, dude. And there's enough bad shit in my head, dude. Oh, man. What and, is this that we have right, here? Now, here, okay, what they have in stuff for suicides or people that get hit by the train, it could have been an accident. It could have been an accident. Oh, this is to pick them up, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, explain this image. All right, so we have a stretcher and, like, a blue plastic bag. That's the body bag. Yeah, and apparently it's, like, prepared for a messy situation. Yeah, and you know what this is? That's probably shovels and other articles to, like, scrape up the pieces. Yeah, it's like a big box, like, maybe about a quarter the size of a coffin. Yeah. That's for, like, um, should we say miscellaneous? Yeah, miscellaneous is a good word. Okay, <laughs> for miscellaneous things. So, yeah. And then, dude, the weirdest thing in shit, because, like, I've had, I've, I've got, like, like three friends. I've seen, like, like, people hit by trains and shit, and they saw it. And they said, like, man, after I saw it, dude, I felt really cold and just kind of empty and shit. Dude, same thing happened to me, man. Fucking like after that, fucking I'm like walking, like like to like my, cause I had to walk, right? Cause I couldn't take the train because my train was, uh, just reposed or whatever. But anyway, so I was just like, oh my god, dude, I'm walking. I'm like, holy shit, I feel empty and cold. This is crazy. I feel empty and cold. Holy shit, dude, I felt the same way that everybody yeah. else did. Yeah, I guess it's such a gnarly fucking thing, like a such a graphically horrible mm. situation that you just like. Even I didn't, even though I didn't see it, I still felt kind of fucked up. 
I guess it is kind of like Stand By Me, except you didn't have to go through a two or three day journey through the forest to get that feeling. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I'd be in a really crowded train for 30 minutes. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Pale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. And I should have been there for five. Oh, man, but yeah, that was fucked up. So that was my Thursday, man. <laughs> oh. Sounds like a good week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. <coughs> Quite surreal, to be honest. I saw, oh. I saw my first cherry blossom tree last night. It was awesome. Well, not my first one in my life, but for the season. Oh, for the season. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it popping is up early. Isn't it? Yeah, they don't usually pop, they don't bloom until, like, what, like, early April? Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's crazy. But comes with that comes drinking season, so I'm excited about this. Yeah, drinking season hasn't ended for the last couple of years for me, so. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing right now. I took, mm. I took Got Faded Japan a little too literally and got faded before I came here. Oh, shit. Adam 3 did the same fucking thing, dude. He showed up and he was drunk out of his mind. He's like, hey, man, I'm ready for the show. I'm like, all right. <laughs> here we go. No, man. How many did you drink? How early? Well, I went to this Irish festival in Yoyogi. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I am not Irish, by the way. I'm Maybe I am. I don't know. There might be a little bit. but You're American. We're all mutts. <laughs> We're all like, just like a bunch of shit put together and stuff. Who knows? 
So I had this beer, what was it called? Um, something that I forgot. <laughs> and another beer <laughs> called Murphy's is pretty good. Oh yeah, it was called Magner's. I remember that because I just imagine like an Irish guy being drunk and spelling Wagner's wrong and making the W upside down and making it Magner's. It's a good beer. There's a, a apple beer. And oh, then, dude, really? Because yeah. apple beers, I mean, flavored beers are sometimes really good, but usually not. Well, it tasted like apple juice, but it was beer, so it got me drunk tasting like apple juice, so that makes me happy. Really? Yeah, but I prefer the taste of real beer. It's good for one. I, I recommend it if you ever go to Ireland, which I'm not going anytime soon. So really? Dude, I went to Ireland, and all I drank was Guinness, because I heard mm. Guinness tastes better over there. But I like after like three or four Guinnesses and shit, they all taste like water and shit. For some reason, I don't know, maybe it's like kind of like the Budweiser effect. Because the good thing about Budweiser is if you don't have much money, you just drink Budweiser and after a couple of minutes and mm. shit, it just tastes like dirty water. So right. what the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, I'm saving money while I'm invaded. <laughs> Guinness is all right, but to me, it's more like a dessert beer. I feel like it fills me up. And maybe that's because I correlate it with all those days when I was young doing Irish car bombs. And you always get Ooh. like the whiskey and the Baileys mixed with it. So... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a dessert, but yeah, it's a good beer, but I just don't drink uh, Guinness that often. Mm. No, I, I don't drink it that much here either, to be honest, and stuff. Like, if I go to Sam's, like Mitya or something, mm. or like even Gamuso, I'm usually going to drink like either my go-to Ebis or Esahi, or I'm going to get something like really unusual and kind of cool mm. and stuff, you know? I love to experiment with alcohol. Like, I, I love to get like a whiskey. Like, if I go to a bar and shit, and I see a whiskey that I've never had before, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of affordable, I'm just like... Um, shit, give me a single of one of those, you know, and that's kind of fun, you know, and the same thing with beers, you get, you see a beer that you've never seen and shit, or like, maybe a, a new release of fucking some kind of like a beer or something, like, I mean, whatchamacallit, like, uh, Rogue, Rogue often has like, like strange beers here, they're just like, maybe they're seasonal or whatnot, but they're, they're here for like a couple of months and then gone and shit, so whenever I see a Rogue, that's kind of cool, I'm like, boom, that's it, that's what I want. <laughs> I like in Tokyo now, recently, like finally the uh, craft beer bars are starting to pop up here and there mm-hmm. so i went to a craft beer bar place in uh what was that Taconda the other day it's really good yeah i brew is 390 n craft beers what 390 yeah so that's um, like like four bucks right exactly so you get these really good beers and um they have well the 390 ones and this is happy hour by the way so don't oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> But you get to try like the local beers from Japan, and then four ninety for some of the imports like from America and stuff. But it's still a really good deal. Mm. And then there's this new craft beer place in uh, Shibuya too. I don't know the name of it, but mm-hmm. go there. Really, oh, dude? Like those these... are more expensive though. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather drink around here and shit. You know, like 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 recently, like when I go to Shibuya and stuff, and I'm drinking there and shit. Dude, weird shit just happens, man. Shibuya's getting really Shibuya's an intense area and shit, and drinking there is fun. Mm. But if I'm going there just in like when I like go to like a craft beer bar and shit, I want to sit there and I want to really enjoy the beers and stuff. Maybe have a good conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. But like like in Shibuya, you know, you go to like a bar, like a standing bar or a beer bar and shit, and fucking you're having a beer with a friend. All of a sudden, some drunk asshole comes out, like, "Hey man, where you from?" And I'm like, "Uh, the states." Uh-huh. Fuck you! And I'm like, "Oh man, it's gonna be one of those nights." <laughs> Sounds like you've been hanging out at the hub. <laughs> <laughs> Tatsuichi. <laughs> oh, that's the other place. Yeah. If you like hanging out and drinking with a lot of dudes, then uh, Tatsuichi is your place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dude bar. <laughs> it's a white dude bar. Yeah. But the thing is, around here in Nakamegro and shit, dude, like, I mean, you're from around here too, right? Right. EKGD Ohashi. All right, sweet. So, you know, like, fucking around here, there's some really, really amazing bars. There's, like, like almost, like, secret bars and shit. Like, 
when you walked here to the studio, you probably passed like three doors. There's just like a door with like like a little sign and shit that does not look like a bar at all. But if you open up the door and you walk in, it's like a fucking weirdo toys bar and shit. And another one down there, down the street, is the fucking uh, Black Riders Bar, mm. which is a Tom Waits tribute bar. But what? yeah, dude. But you walk past it, it just looks like a fashion shop. They got all these clothes in the window because the thing is, in Nakamegro, they don't want the people from Shibuya coming to the bars. Uh. Yeah, so it's weird. Like they want like kind of like I don't know if it's like locals only or whatnot, but it's just like I don't know, man. It's a different scene. It's like just like opening up an indiscreet door and entering the world of Narnia or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, a lot of celebrities and, you know, miscellaneous people live around here and shit, right? Mm, like you. Like me. <laughs> I'm one of the miscellaneous... <laughs> the, the famous painter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. The white drunk guy. <laughs> He's always drunk saying something stupid. No, but yeah, I guess so. But uh, yeah, so they usually go to these kind of bars and stuff. Like the Black Rider Bar, I'm friends with the owner. I guess, I guess you know, he's a bartender. I go in there. I guess I can consider him a friend. But he's like, he'll always, like sometimes he'll be like, hey, that guy's a famous comedian. I'm like, me? He's like, no. <laughs> so if I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I like that about Na- uh, Nakamego. Another mm. thing about Nakamego, tap room. Tap room, I haven't been there. What, what the is, fuck? Are you serious? What are these words you speak of? Please inform me. You don't know the tap room? No. Oh shit, dude! The tap room is one of the most is like probably the the original craft beer bar in like 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 Tokyo. Not the original, but it's like probably one of the first. It's been there. It was hasn't been there, but like this company is from Izu, right? Right. And they've been producing beer and making beer like like uh, micro beers and shit for like. 15 going on maybe 20 years and stuff and easy right they started off in a guy's garage we met the guy right i got so fucked up i can't remember what he said to me but anyway so we went down there and we went to this like fucking like a brew hall and shit like that and stuff and we saw like his brewery and we saw a lot like all their vats and shit i got pictures i'll show you there and fucking it was completely awesome and stuff and like he said yeah we're probably the first and i was like oh shit and fucking he has one shop here or one bar here in nakameguro and he's got another one in harajuku where nakameguro is this Dude, I'll take you there, man. It's fucking right. great. It's like uh, right by the station. Like when you exit the station, you might they door. This is probably great audio for all you people, <laughs> for all you faders who've never been to Japan. Who, no, I sorry. just want them to know like where it's at. Actually, oh. where where is your listener base from? Are they all over the place? Dude, we are big in it's North like, Korea, dude. Hello, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Vietnam. We got two listeners from there. Shouts out to you, Malaysia. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Yo, Thailand! All you lady boys getting busy! <laughs> this is Johnny! <laughs> I'm in your earbuds! <laughs> uh, not in your butthole bud. But, um. Sup, Alabama? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, no. We got listeners all over the place and stuff. I can show you the demographics. It's, it's weird. We're all yeah. over the place. It's awesome, actually. But, um. Yeah, yeah, it's right next to the station. You leave Yamanate Dori's to your right, go mm. down, there's a big building, it's on the second floor. Nice, mm. nice. I shall go there someday. Tap room. Dude, let's go together, man. We're All in the right. neighborhood. We're in the show, hood. Show. Speaking, uh, please. Oh, oh, no, I was just going to say, I want to thank dearly uh, Clash of Clans and also my 2008 MacBook White for making a, me a recent listener of the Got Faded Japan podcast. You don't need to kiss my ass, dude. Just buy me beer. No, like, seriously, <laughs> like, because uh, I can't upload music to my iPhone because my computer's too old and I have to, like, update that. So one is on Mac and the other one is, is like, I've, uh, I usually just listen to Joe Rogan podcasts. Cause, oh, I fucking love Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, so that's all I've been listening to and I really miss my music so much, but I listen to that. But then the other night, I'm not a big gamer, but I was playing Clash of Clans for, like, four hours straight. Yeah. And then the next day, like, I was just playing on my phone. I was like, you are out of data for the month. 
So I was like, what? It's like way too early. I still have like two weeks to go. And for some reason, Joe Rogan's like podcast takes way too long to download. So like every day this week, I've just been listening to your podcast. And I was like, I want to be on this podcast too. So here I am. Here Thank you, you Clash of Clans. Thank you, 2008 White MacBook. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Well, dude, that's pretty awesome. I can't believe you're plugging two companies that kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, I like my Mac, but my Mac is a little bit too old. Oh, dude, it happens. Oh, man. So, all right. How did we meet? We gotta get this shit out of the way. Gamuso. Gamuso, our yeah. sponsor. Actually, I played there before, and then um, I played under um, Ian's events, and then I guess you mm. were making an event, and he told you to hit us up, and you hit me up, and I never met you, and I didn't know who you are. And then I went there, and I was like, oh, this dude looks like Christian Slater. That's cool. Oh, you're the one that calls me Christian Slater. I am. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you who have never seen Johnny, he looks like Christian Slater. No, they, they know what this ugly mug looks like. Okay. <laughs> they see me on the streets. <laughs> For all you Christian Slater fans in Vietnam, you're listening to the right podcast. <laughs> we don't do video much anymore. We used to, but it's just like, it's so fuck. it takes so much time and shit. And who's got the time to fucking edit fucking like two hours or like an hour and a half worth of fucking content and shit. Right. Oh, man. So, yeah, Gamuso, Asagaya. Good place. Fun place to play. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. It's, it's a fucking great place to, like, have you guys play. And, dude, all right, first off, I gotta ask you. Yeah. Your band's name is... Negative Zero. That is the coolest fucking name for any kind of a band, dude. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a country band, and it's awesome. It could be a hip-hop band, and it's awesome. But it's your band, and that makes it even more awesome. Because I'm awesome. Yeah, well, well, okay, sure. You got me a beer. <laughs> Anybody that buys me a beer is awesome. Yeah, the name, um, well, one, we are like 1990s style grunge rock, and we're not trying to sound like anything. That's just naturally where my mind is stuck from the 1990s, because that was where I had like my, you know, adolescence and everything. Me too. So, like, Negative Zero really fits the image I'm going for, but the name actually originated from my dad. And this had to be back when I was in high school, but I had, um, back in the days, like, uh, 1996, uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness era, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins had the shirt that said Zero. Zero, yeah. So I w- <laughs> wore this Zero shirt, and my dad was like, Zero, like, you should name your band that. And I said, I can't name my band that because, uh, you know, this is already his song, and this is his thing. But then he's like, okay, how about, like, Negative Zero? And I thought about that, and that really clicked with me and stuck with me, because not only like what it meant and how it's like not an actual number and it's kind of mysterious, but then also because I'm a my number one favorite band next to Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana is my favorite band. So Nirvana has a song called Negative Creep. So I was like, oh, it's like putting together my two favorite bands, like Negative or Negative Creep, and then Zero from Smashing Pumpkins, Negative Zero. There are my two influences. Mm-hmm. There's so many levels to why that band name sounds awesome. Dude, yeah, no, it, it sounds fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. When you said your dad and stuff, I was like, oh my god, he's not dead or something. Like, when I touched him, he felt negative zero. <laughs> I was like, oh god, this is such a dark podcast. It's supposed to be a comedian, a comedy podcast. Sometimes it is. <laughs> I do my best. No, no, no. Actually, he's a musician too, so... Uh... Oh, really? Yeah, completely different kind of music, though. Uh, let's see. You're from L.A., so I'm going to say country? No. Why, how did L.A. come up with country? What? I don't know, man. Fucking, I've seen a lot of cowboys Is your image LA. of L.A. like Texas? 
I don't know, man. Whenever I think of L.A. and shit, I think of fucking like uh, the Big Lebowski and the, the fucking guy at the beginning. He's like, so you're the dude. Or, you know, the guy with the mustache and oh, shit. Right, right. Yeah. No, he's just a dude with long hair, you know, lived through the 60s and 70s. So, of course, he plays like classic rock covers. And oh, yeah? He even got me into stuff like Jimi Hendrix and Santana while I was listening to that grunge alternative stuff, too. So, oh, for real? Yeah. So, when I learned to play guitar, I learned <laughs> to like songwrite listening to Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, all that 90s stuff. And then when I learned to solo, it was because I was learning simultaneously like Jimi Hendrix solos or Santana solos. And mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. How did you get your band together on here? Like, how did you guys all meet? So you're like a three-person band. Right. So it started, like, of course, I came to Japan, what, seven years ago? and Oh, shit, seven. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't good. know I'd be here this long. So at first, I, I bought... Let me just say, yeah. nobody expects to be out here longer than two years. Yeah, I came here for six months, and I'm still here. Yeah, six months? Yeah, yeah. I gave myself six months. I was like, six months, and then I'm out of money. Mm-hmm. But then I got a job, and I was like, oh, fuck. Now I got a visa. Oh, shit. Now I'm, st- <laughs> oh, now I'm married. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, before I came to Japan, I was really into jazz music, so I play saxophone, and I was studying jazz saxophone with a professional jazz player. Yeah. And uh, I kind of like got out of touch with rock a little bit. When I moved to Japan, I brought my sax, but I couldn't practice at all, so I just bought like an acoustic guitar, and I was playing that, and then I thought... You know what? I never really had time to record like a proper album, mm. so I spent time and wrote these songs, and I recorded like a proper like grunge album by myself. But after I had that, then I like realized I miss playing live. So now I got this album that I made by myself. Like that's all right, but like, how am I gonna show it to anybody? I want to play live again. So I went on like a couple like websites like Metropolis, and mm. I put in a classified ad, and I think I did a Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And one of those two lists, I found my bass player, Jiro. He's a fucking amazing bass player. He's a really, really nice guy. When I first met him and stuff, yeah. he had like a punk rock attitude. And I was like, this guy's too cool to be my friend. And then after hanging out with him and having drinks with him and stuff, I was like, man, this guy's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah he, He's I not really like Japanese at all. He's got like the foreign heart to him. You know, he lived in England in his younger years. You, you know, we're recording this, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not like, I'm going to break up the band now, you son of a bitch. No, exactly. I, I'm saying good things. He's a cool guy. Oh, he likes that? Oh, okay, cool. Because some people don't like that. No, no, he's happy. He's like, he'll drink with you. He'll... He'll do anything. If you want to speak Japanese, he'll speak Japanese, but he speaks perfect English. Yeah. And then uh, we had, I found my old drummer, same way. Um, he was an Italian guy from, what was that, Genoa? Genoa? I can't speak Italian. It sounds like the salami, though. Uh, yeah, or, Meyer Oscar yeah. <laughs> that's German I think yeah. or Polish yeah. so we had a little thing going there for a while but he was on like some kind of robot, robotics studying program at Waseda and then they shipped him over to like Portugal and then I lost a drummer and I was like shit how am I going to find a really good drummer again who could play that what he was playing and then lo and behold the same way I found our current drummer Matt no yeah, shit yeah. Metropolis all, yeah, all Metropolis <laughs> and Craigslist so internet good for finding people yeah, totally. It's how a lot of people find girlfriends for the night. <laughs> uh, I crack myself up. Sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. You crack me up. <laughs> I crack you up. Right I'm, back at you. I'm just already... I already got faded, so my reactions are a little bit slow. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, dude, I've, I've been fucking busy. Fucking, I, I, I had to take care of that painting and that painting. I've got so much work i got to do, so if I can, yeah. So the show's kind of thrown together, but thank you very much for uh, taking the initiative and buying beer and coming faded, dude. Yeah, usually, because I'm like, usually I'm a couple deep before we start the show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes by a couple, I mean like six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not staged. We, I am actually faded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never been staged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go I mean, we'd be a pretty shitty podcast if we're all staged. We're like, hey, I'm so fucking drunk. Because there's nothing more than goddamn annoying than drunk people, no, than sober people pretending to be drunk. You know? That's what we talk about. Like, like, hey, Johnny, let's talk about some manga today. I saw I played a good video game on my DS. Like, no. Actually, not... we do talk about that shit sometimes. <laughs> I, I don't do that. I just drink. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. You know, if it comes up, like, we had, um,. We had James Harvey James on the podcast, and he's mm-hmm. the uh, cartoonist of uh, Vice magazine. Okay. And Vice. Well, that's that's different than like manga and being otaku or something. No, he's kind of an otaku. He's like a, a like a cool otaku. Then again, there's a lot of cool otaku's and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, there's there's the weird. I don't think otaku is kind of like this weird like. It's like this general where there's like the really creepy dark ones where you really should stay mm-hmm. away from because you're gonna probably get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the really cool ones that are into a lot of really cool shit. And then there's like the ones in the middle, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was referring to more of the creepy ones where you might get murdered. Like, yeah. there are the cool ones. I like the cool ones. No. Yeah. Like, the, who's the yeah. creepiest one? The creepiest one was that one guy that murdered the uh, the British girl, the English teacher. Oh, yeah. The one, like, that was the biggest story when I came to Japan. She was an English teacher and they, what, they found her on his balcony or something like that. Dude, she was a friend of a friend. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Me and the other co-host and shit. <clears throat> we had this one friend and mm. stuff. Can't say his name. But, um, yeah, fucking, like, a, he was friends with her and shit like that or whatever. And, like, when that shit happened, I didn't see him. Like, I wasn't, like, a friend friend mm. with his, but I was kind of, like, an acquaintance, you know? I mean, you go to, like, the bar and shit, and that's when we're hanging out at a bar yeah, up by, uh, well, northern Japan, northern right. Tokyo and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, he'd be in there for a while and stuff, and then he just disappeared because he was really fucked up and shit. But yeah, this 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 guy and stuff. He's uh, he found this this British girl like on this like English teaching website, right? And they have like like manga and anime and stuff like that in common and stuff. And she's like a really nice, just normal girl and stuff like that. But he was kind of like the dark side. He was like the Darth Vader of like otaku, right? So fucking like anyway, he met up with her and stuff, and they had an English lesson at a cafe. And I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, but he convinced her to come to his house. And when he when she came to his house, he poisoned her and shit like that. He gave her something to drink. And then, and then, uh, yeah, uh, dark wackiness pursued, and, uh, yeah, when the police came, somehow they found out and shit, her body was on the balcony, and it was buried in a bathtub. That's that, right. Yeah, and the hand was sticking out. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a bad image. Yeah, it really is a bad image. Uh, dude, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. <laughs> well, you know your days, like, at, at work as a policeman is not going to be good when you show up to an apartment and you see a hand sticking out of a bathtub <laughs> on a balcony. I could say so <laughs> many jokes right now, but I'm not. I'm biting my tongue. Because she was a friend of a friend. That was a dude who like got caught about two years ago on a boat to Okinawa or something. He had facial reconstruction, like was it like face off or something? But they yeah. still recognized him. Yeah, well, I mean, you can only do so much and shit. But he was working in construction, and I think it was like the Osaka area, and then he was going up to Niigata, mm. 
and he was uh, getting like facial like like changes and stuff. Yeah. He, was, he had his nose filed down, his chin filed down. And basically, he looked like the same person, just a little thinner. <laughs> uh, he should have just went like Michael Jackson on that and had his nose extended. Extended. <laughs> or like maybe bleached his skin or something, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like a lighter skinned Japanese dude from like, like uh, what's it called? Uh, Sapporo? Right. Yeah, because Sapporo, there's a lot of like, you know, people that have been like like having kids and shit with like, like uh, Russian people for like years and years and years. That's what they got lighter skin, I heard. He should have just Allegedly. been going to like uh, tanning salons too, become like a gadu <laughs> with the orange skin. Yeah, it looks dude. like a fried family chicken. Yeah, yeah, Gatos. <laughs> I don't see Gatos that much. No, they've been like reducing their troops recently, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they've been, they've been going underground. Right. I think they're always kind of underground, but now they're mad underground. Oh, man. So tell me more about the band. So you guys have like, you guys have a CD, right? Well, no, I actually sent you some MP3s, and that's the thing. It's like we recorded a CD actually a year ago, but. Uh, I recently changed jobs, but I've been a poor English teacher for about seven years in Japan. Jesus Christ, which company? Which uh, piece of shit company? Because they're all pretty bad. I was working for Interac. Interac? Yeah, I mean, they weren't a bad company, you know, but with teaching English, you reach a ceiling. You can't make a lot of money, and the money you make is really low, I guess, compared to America, where the standard is you get a new job, you want to be at like 40 grand. Like teaching English, you can make 30 grand and be comfortable. But for me, like thirty grand is not a lot of money, especially when you're making a CD. So we recorded. Mm. Recording was really cheap. We recorded at KRH Studios in mm-hmm. Harajuku, wonderful studio, and it's a, you know, it's kind of foreign run. The owner was a guy from a famous band in Japan back in the '80s. It was like a band. There's like one of those white bands. They were only like famous in Japan, but mm-hmm. he's a really cool guy. And yeah, it's a great studio. The sound is great. We have this awesome CD ready to go. I just haven't had enough money to like mix it professionally and master it. And then we got to produce the CDs. Mm-hmm. So if you want to send some money to support Negative Zero, you can do it. I don't know how. Send it to me in an envelope <laughs> to my house. <laughs> you really are stuck in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you going to send them some zines or something? Maybe, maybe I should make like a GoFundMe page, but I don't know. I feel like it's something that we should actually pay for ourselves. So, Just been kind of on hold, but is, you, did you hear any of it or... No, 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 no. I'm going to be, I'm playing it right now as we speak, you know, oh, so... Oh, shit. Uh, you said it to me last night, yeah. so basically like, no, I'm not going to like like pause and then play a track well maybe I might do that maybe I might play like a couple of tracks and then when I edit I'll fucking throw it all together and shit yeah. like that don't worry it'll be great <clears throat> or I might just play porno music for the whole time and say mm-hmm. it to you guys <laughs> I've done that before <laughs> no I'm joking but um <clears throat> no no you guys are fucking awesome I've booked you guys like maybe four or five times uh, maybe more than that yeah yeah no I- you guys have a great show a lot of really awesome energy yeah. and stuff and when you guys play like the crowd moves and stuff mm-hmm. cause like Usually Tokyo, not usually, but sometimes Tokyo crowds, like people mm-hmm. in Tokyo are very different from people in Osaka. Because Osaka people, when they hear music or when mm-hmm. they go, they, um, when they're excited, they motherfucking get down. But in Tokyo, a lot of people are a little bit more like, um, they say shy, but uh, maybe that's not the word, but they just don't like want to express themselves as much. Mm-hmm. It's a big city, I guess, you know, this kind of goes to the territory. But when you guys perform, my point is people fucking move. Yeah, I mean, that's what I go for. When I first wrote my first album by myself, I had a lot of ballads on there because I really wanted to be like, I don't know, just like awesome, like ballad writer. But then you go out and you play some of those live and it doesn't really affect people as much as it would if they were listening to it on CD. So then I really went out of my way. Not really out of my way. It was kind of natural and kind of what I wanted to do and progress to, but like writing some more upbeat songs where it's harder because 
people want to move. You know, you want to write what you feel, and mm. but you have to do a little bit of like a compromise, like write what you feel, write what, what you want to do, but then also like make the crowd happy. Mm. If you're just writing all like selfishly, then you know no one's gonna like your songs. I'm sure everyone has Unless seen you're a David band. Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's went and saw a band where you just watch and you're like, this dude is not interesting to any of us, and he doesn't understand that what he's doing is just too abstract. Like mm. he's doing what he wants to do, but you have to find like a a bridge between you and the listeners. Well, I I agree, especially in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing like you know, in the Tokyo scene, like the scene that like we're all kind of in and stuff is kind of like the the Japanese hybrid like Western scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it is kind of limited, right? And so, like, I mean, you guys aren't doing J-pop. No. If you guys did J-pop, then, well, yeah, there you go. You gotta fucking, like, suck the dick of the audience, right? And I gotta wear makeup, which is not awesome. Visual K? What's that one band? <laughs> no, like, even, like, J-pop were, like, Sexy Zone or something. Johnny's, all those bands, they wear makeup. Yeah, no, they, they all wear makeup. They're wearing lipsticks. That's not cool. Oh, dude, and they trim their eyebrows and shit. That is so weird. You don't do that shit, do you? Mm. Trim your eyebrows and Does stuff? Does it look like I do that? No, not at all and <laughs> shit. I have no idea, man. I'm not even wearing my glasses. But the thing is, <clears throat> it looks a little feminine. Yeah, there's a lot of feminist things going on in Japan, and that's okay. Like, I got nothing wrong with that, if that's what you want to do. Uh, no, but it just, no, it just, it just doesn't look, no, like, you got this guy that's trying to look all cool and stuff, mm. and all tough or whatever, maybe he's wearing a business suit or some shit, and he's got these eyebrows, it just looks feminine. Yeah, I don't know about that. But Let I'm, me just Google that shit. No, I believe feminine what you're I- saying. <laughs> I believe what you're saying. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to understand it. Like, I'm a Californian, I'm from L.A., I'm very liberal, so I believe, like, everyone should have the right to do what they want to no, do. No, no, they should, but I mean... But like, there's, I like, that... some things that I just don't get. Like, if I see you, like, with makeup, I'm probably gonna laugh at it. You're allowed to do it, and I give you full permission to do it, but I don't necessarily understand why you're trimming your eyebrows. So for all you listeners right now, Johnny is looking up these eyebrows for me. Dude, yeah, totally, man. Dude, my Google history is so fucked up, dude. <laughs> so they just show, I'm like, murder by train. <laughs> I love that I could do that, though. Like, you know, 10 years ago, you'd be in a conversation with your friends, and you'd be like, oh, like, I just got this information, and people are like, no, you're stupid. Like, that's not true at all. But now I can just look up on my Google phone, like, here's a picture. And they're like, oh, snap, you were right. And that's the end of my story. And that's it. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold <clears throat> on. Okay. I'm so. Coming. A little too stylized. Oh yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking I about. I wish you all could see this. No, no. Oh, dude. How about this guy? Look how tough he's trying to be. Yeah. He's. It's like tough with femininity mixed in all at once. You know, if you cover his eyes and maybe his hair, you just look at the eyebrow. Oh, no, no. I missed it. I touched the fucking phone. Oh. But, dude, he, he's got some sexy eyebrows, dude. If he was a chick, I would totally... Yeah, that looks like those, like, uh, volleyball player girls. You know, how they have to cut their hair short, but they're still, like, attractive girls underneath. And I feel really sad that I'm commenting on that. Yeah. Looking at pictures of dudes. No, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, they're, 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 now it goes to, like, white people. After, like, the Japanese people, then it goes to white people. There's a lot of white dudes that have some fucked up eyebrows, too. 
Maybe this is an epidemic that we don't know about. Would it be an epidemic where like dudes are shaving their eyebrows? I would never shave my. Yeah, All right. I haven't been back to America in two years. That'd be scary if I went back and just everyone did that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy? So it's like, hey, fucker, get a haircut. And you're like, wait, I, I do have a haircut. No, your eyebrows, motherfucker. And you're like, oh god, dude. The only the only part of my eyebrows I shave is the middle part right there, so I have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta trim the unibrow. But as oh. far as like. Styling your eyebrows? I don't know about that. Here's a soldier, like an American soldier with his eyebrows shaved. Or not shaved, well, trimmed, I guess. What, what would be the typical, the, the, not typical, but the normal term for it? Stylized Style, eyebrows? Style, uh, fashioned? Fashioned? <laughs> I'm not the best person with thinking of vocabulary while I'm drinking alcohol. Dude, oh, yeah, tell me about it. See, the next time I go to get, like, fucking, like, a haircut, I'm gonna say a little off the top, a lot off the bottom, and a little bit in between. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a, there's a uh, word, there's an adjective in there that I'm thinking of that I just can't think of. It's not stylized, it's not trimmed, it's not maintained. Trimmed is pretty, like... Manscaping? Uh, but manscaping is for your balls and your taint. <laughs> like facial manscaping? You know, you know dudes that have like really, really sophisticated looking like goatees and beards and shit? Uh, like, like, it's like the, the handlebars and stuff. Oh yeah, the pencil line like from the sideburns to your beard. Dude, that's, I mean, you gotta have, like, a lot of hand-eye coordination to do that shit. Yeah, I'm not that motivated. I don't know, man. I wake up, I'm like, oh, I can go another day without shaving my unibrow. <laughs> I wish I could go a day without shaving. I got that Armenian blood in me. I just sprout hair in a day. Are you serious? When was the last time you shaved? Uh, this morning. Doesn't look that bad. Well, because actually, I, this morning too. Actually, by this morning it's the weekend, so by this morning I mean 2 p.m. 2 p.m. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you do have a good shadow going on. Yeah, home. you know I'm Armenian. I got the hair everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Fast. Yeah, but you don't have hairy arms though. No, like my arms are the white half of me. Oh really? But <laughs> <laughs> God just divided you up. He was like, "Well, he is kind of white. Like, give him the arms." Yeah, we give him the Armenian chest and the face, and the arms will be white. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, see, fucking, I don't know which part. I'm a complete mutt, dude. Look at how hairy my fucking oh, arms Jesus, are. Oh Jesus, you look like fucking uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, Michael know, right? J. Fox from like Teen Wolf. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I go to the beach and take off my shirt. They say, hey, take off your sweater. I'm like, I already did take off my shirt. What do you, sweater? Yeah, that's me. But fucking, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fucking jealous of people like you that have like, like, like arms that you can actually see and shit. Because I always wanted to get like a fucking tattoo of something like on my arm right there. But I've seen dudes that have like big, puffy, hairy arms and shit with tattoos. And it just looks blurry, you know? But yeah, You should there, just like but... wax your arms. No, oh, man, then it gets all itchy. I waxed my balls once. Uh, that sounds... Are you serious? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, I've never even got anything waxed, but I heard it's pretty painful, so like to go just straight for the balls. Dude, you you're more guess. faded than me, so I gotta fuck with you just a little bit. All right. <laughs> uh, shit. So, all right. Now, you've been in Japan for about seven years now. And your band's, your band's been active for at least four years? Yeah. I mean, it's been a little bit slow recently because I got a new job and then uh, my drummer had a, a new baby. So congratulations to him. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he was married. Wait, is he married? Yeah, he's married. Oh, shit. Yeah, new baby. He's got a one. It's got to be what? Uh, I think it was born in, was it September or August? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I, I guess it's not that new anymore, but if you're a parent, which I'm not yet, I can understand like that first year is probably really tough. So we've been doing mm. a little bit sl slower activity lately, but I'm working to pick it up again. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> 
Well, just like any kind of art form and shit, it goes up and down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, until you become famous. And once you become famous, you're at that fucking top level. The first thing you want is to fucking get back down. <laughs> like, everybody recognizes me. I can't even take a shit without somebody recognizing me. Yeah. I mean, you could go like one of two ways. You can live like broken poor and like just put all your time into it. Like be like Kurt Cobain eating like a uh, packaged... Uh, corn dogs and stuff living under a bridge actually he didn't never really lived under a bridge as people said or you can like try to maintain your band while having an actual job so i'm going for that route because i like money and i like to mm. do stuff and i like to drink and i can't drink, drink without expensive. money yeah especially in japan man fucking you need money to drink out well you know you do and you don't and i like food too so food's also important well no, yeah. I mean, are you big in like like Japanese food, or are you like one of the westerns that come on here? And you like Western food, or both? I like everything. Everything? Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of a both kind of guy. Sometimes I'm like, fuck, dude, I really, really, really want to eat shabu shabu. Mm-hmm. And other times I'm like, fuck, man, I would fucking kill for a fucking real pizza. You know, I go fucking both ways and shit. But I've got friends that live mm-hmm. out here and shit that fucking just do not eat Japanese food. I got a friend that's been on here for about as long as me, and all he does is eat Western food. Like, fucking, you go to his house, he's got pizza boxes to the fucking ceiling, dude. I'm not even shitting. Do you know how expensive that shit is? That's super expensive. Like, $40 for a Domino's pizza. That's a fucking... In in the States, it'd be like a small or a medium? Dude, before I came to Japan, Domino's had uh, three medium pizzas for $15. Whoa. Wait, really? Yeah, three (laughs) mediums for $15. In Japan, one medium, like... Minimum $25. If you get the special stuff, $30. Oh, my God, dude. I'm so hungry for pizza right now. Oh, I know. God. I told my girlfriend, like, it's like, she's like, what do you want to eat tonight? I said, uh, I don't know. I don't have any good ideas to cook stuff. If you think of something, like, cook something, or we could get a pizza. I just planted that seed. Oh, so, shit. You're so, like fucking Ben in, the, in yeah. the, the drama Lost. He's like, it makes him, he's the kind of guy that manipulates people. It makes them think like it's their idea. So we'll just let that marinate for about a, an hour or two. And then when I get home, hopefully she'll be like, I didn't cook anything. Let's get a pizza. Oh, man. You know, okay. <laughs> yeah, that does seem like a good idea. Oh, shit, man. That's fucking great, man. Yeah, dude. I, dude, I break down. I, I fucking cook, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if that's really breaking down, but fucking... Dude, I'll show you in the fridge and shit. I made some fucking mean chili and stuff last night. Mm. Okay, I made chili. I'm fucking, my wife, she came home late and stuff. She's like, sorry, I ate ramen on the way home. I'm like, what the fuck? I made chili. She goes, well, we have it for dinner tomorrow. That's not her real voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like Bluto. Was it Bluto or Pluto from Popeye? Pluto, I know, right? like here I'm like looking arr, be- arr, arr. behind you with pictures of you and your wife, and I'm like trying to connect that voice to her. It just doesn't match up, so. She's a smoker. <laughs> she smokes like cigars <laughs> I don't know how I got this really beautiful girl to marry me the only thing is she's got this really deep raspy voice yeah <laughs> hello hello Johnny <laughs> she sounds like Igor <laughs> what do you want for dinner tonight <laughs> what do you want for dinner tonight oh shit thank god she doesn't listen to the show <laughs> it's like if you do the show I'll come home late I'm like alright she's come home a couple of times while we're doing the show and I fucking fuck with her right she comes home, I'm like, hey, let's play a game. I say the English word, you say the Japanese word. She goes, okay. I'm like, hello. She goes, konnichiwa. I go, goshiso monko. She goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my first time seeing your wife. Congratulations to you. She looks like she doesn't even speak words. She just, like, sings hymns of angels. Dude, dude, <laughs> come on. <laughs> now you want me to buy you a beer. 
<laughs> and just in case she does listen to this podcast, I'm trying to cover up for that conversation. <laughs> oh, thank God. No, no, she's cool. She's cool. I'm fortunate. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, dude. Okay, so, oh, you were telling me earlier that you went to a bizarre strip show. Yes. All right, in great detail, I think we'd love to hear about it. What's the difference between a strip show in Japan and a strip show in the States? Well, for one, I haven't been to like a strip club in America since I was 18 because that's something that's fun right when you are legally okay to do that and then you realize you're wasting your money. Mm-hmm. You're like, and, all yeah. my pizza money went away! Yeah, it's like, why, why, should, why am I wasting my money on this when I could just go get the real thing that like I'm allowed to touch? Yeah, because usually down the street there's yeah. hookers from strip joints. Yeah, so, whatever, like, my um, friend came and visited Japan, and that's the only reason I went, because he's like, you know, I'm interested to do this, plus we wanted to do something crazy and weird. Mm. So we went to this place in Shibuya. Shibuya? Yeah. This is strip, because strip clubs are usually Roppongi. No, 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 this is like, this is not like a club, this is kind of a show. Do tell. Okay, so... This is up, like, what, up in Dogenzaka. If you've ever been up Dogenzaka and then you turn right on, like, one of the streets, like, mm-hmm. you'd actually probably pass it, but you don't know what it is because they always have girls' pictures in the window. So what it is is, like, you go in there, and it was this, like, arena seating. But it's so weird. Obvious, of course, we're the only foreigners in there. But all the dudes in there are, like, really old, strange, like, looking dudes who are, like, otaku. And I don't know how graphic I should be about, like, how this Go works. as graphic as you can, man. Seriously. All right, so... Give us the fucking juice. Give us the details. So how it works is, like, the girl does, like, uh, 15 minutes. So there's a five-minute segment of her doing some kind of theme. So, like, one girl will be a school teacher. One girl will come out in a kimono. Or another girl will be a police officer, whatever. So they do a theme one. And then they come out, and they, you know, in the theme one, they're kind of, like, really, like, hiding everything. Then the next five minutes, like, they'll come out, and I forgot what they're wearing, something more sexy. And they'll start slowly revealing the lower area. They show their pussy? They show their coochie-coochie? Okay, I can say that, yeah. So, like, then it's, like, then they're teasing you. They're, like... Oh, Wait, like, they do um, show their pussies. Yeah, a little bit. They're like, okay, here's like a little bit of vagina. Oh, you thought you saw that? Let me hide it again and like dance sexy again. And then the last five minutes, then they go back and change into another costume. They come out and then it's just like, this next five minutes is just to show you my vagina. And they'll just like lay down like spread open and fucking do all this stuff. Wait, wait, by do all this stuff, you mean... Oh, I mean like, you know, like spread with their hands and like just they're just giving you like a clear view I can't even you know putting their leg up and everything and, oh my god yeah, like you can see like an umbilical cord if they're pregnant or some shit yeah pretty much it's like like I said like first it starts out like just like the tease and then they start teasing you more and then it's just like okay here's what you wanted and you got it and then after that there's like five minutes of like dudes you can line up and take a picture with them I didn't do that because I don't, like, need a Polaroid picture of me with a, like, stripper. <laughs> Wait, when you take the Polaroid, do they take the Polaroid with their vagina? You, can, vagina you, can, you like, can, like, actually, like, ask requests, like, what you want her to do for you, and she'll do it. There was one dude in there who was fucking, like, really weird. Like, everyone in there was really weird. It was such a weird to be in this situation with You're all like, these weird finally, dudes. finally, we are the normal ones. I, I, I shit you not, one of these dudes had, like, you know, he's a fan of one of these girls, so he already had a, like... Polaroid of her, and what he did with the Polaroid is he got like one of the T-shirts where you make print the picture on the T-shirt, like you know, no. like you go to like Save Ons in America, and they'll like 
print you a little birthday t-shirt like no like this was him with the stripper so he's in there with the t-shirt of the girl that he really liked who he came to see and he had a tambourine and when she was dancing he just stood up and like he wasn't even watching her dance he was looking down at the floor like banging the tambourine in the music just like supporting her and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I've never seen this. <laughs> it is so strange. That is so weird, man. Yeah, I, like, I feel so guilty that I went to that, but at the same time, I felt that there was something that had to be seen there just so I could tell this story to other people. And you're telling it to a lot of people right now. <laughs> now you know. If you want like a strange strip show experience, go to that, because this is not like any strip club you've been in America. No shit. Wait, like, 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 after she shows her vajayjay, do, like, all the guys just stand up and be like, all right, let's go to the bathroom and rub one out. <laughs> no, because I got to wait in line to take a picture with her. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. It's just, I, like, this whole row of dudes with fucking, like, woodies. And there's, like, three or four girls that perform in one night. I think we came late, so we got a discount and saw, like, three girls, but whatever. So this is, like, a nightly show. Like, it starts at 8. Like, yeah. my events, it starts at 8, ends at 11 or something. Yeah, some and, like, the girls will change. You know, they I guess they're traveling. This must be a traveling show. They do it in various places in Japan, so we'll look it up <laughs> on the internet. Next week will be in Osaka. See you faders there. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So maybe that guy is a fan and shit. He's like, oh, my God, tonight... Fuck it, like, I mean... For no, him. he was a fan. He was there specifically to see her. He wore that t-shirt because he knew she was going to be there. And some of the girls would be like, oh, like, I, he's how she booty. I recognize you. Like... What? Yeah, like, because the dudes will follow him around. Dude, like, <clears throat> to be honest, okay, if somebody's, like, a fan of Lady Gaga, chances are they don't have a chance with Lady Gaga. Right. If somebody's a fan of Madonna, most likely they do not have a chance with Lady Gaga. But if you're a fan of a stripper that spends five minutes showing her coochie, fucking opening it up the way you're describing and right. stuff like that, you might have a chance. But yeah, I don't need to see these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you, but yeah. if like one of these guys, like let's say this guy's like a really creep and shit, but maybe he's an accountant, right? Mm. And fucking maybe he's got his, his corporate credit card that night yeah. and he had a couple of two In that case, yeah, she, they have a chance. Yeah, he's like, he's like, listen, I'll give you a hundred bucks. She says no. I'll give you five hundred bucks. She says no. He goes, I'll give you a thousand bucks. She says yes. And he's like, but I need a receipt. Change the name of this establishment to Watami. <laughs> Which just, is like a, a normal restaurant. <laughs> you just made two grand tonight. How would you like to make that four? Oh, man. How does he explain that to the boss? Like, boss, he comes in like the next day and the boss is like, how did you spend $4,000 at a restaurant? Unless you are the boss. Unless you are the boss. And then, what is that called? That's not extortion. That's, uh... When you steal money from your own company, it's, uh... Uh, money laundering? No, 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 no. Money laundering. Fraud? Well, yeah, I guess that would be financial fraud. Yeah, there we go. No, there's another word, but like I said... I want to say espionage, but it's not espionage. I'm not the guy to make come out with words. (laughs) I'm not a word guy. I've been up since 5.30 in the morning, dude. I'm fucking... But uh, this beard definitely helps. Yeah, I had two. I'm sad that I didn't bring three. Mm. Oh, man, I got wine in the fridge. We'll get some in a minute. Ooh. Yeah, not a lot of wine, but fucking what I have, it's ours. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, all right, well, that's a pretty awesome story. Dude. So, I got stories. You got more stories? Well, I, I got, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking, you've been here for seven years. I'm sure you've seen some shit. I mean, you got an awesome band. You got a pretty good job and stuff. You yeah. live in the neighborhood. You live in the hood. 
Um, yeah, you went to... Yeah, I live in the hood for a good reason, though. Like, of course, so, what, for people who don't know Japan, like Nakamegado or where I live, Ikejiri Ohashi, both of those stations are one station from Shibuya. Yeah. And I didn't always live one station from Shibuya. And I live one station from Shibuya because, like, Shibuya is where I always hang out. I love this area. Not only Shibuya, I love Songinjaya. I love uh, Shimo Kitazawa. I love Ebisu. I love Nakamegoro. This whole area is where I always spend all my time drinking. Mm. Which is all, all of those stations are like one stop from Shibuya. So mm. this area is just golden. I used to live in uh, Itabashi. But oh. here's the problem with Japan. And I, I even heard you talking about this on a previous podcast. Is like the last trains. Mm-hmm. So you get to Shibuya and you're drinking with your friends. Like none of my friends ever wanted to go to Itabashi. Because I'd be like, I got a big apartment. It's really cool. Like, no one cares about that. They care about where you live. Yeah. So, always I have to come out here. And then the party starts going. The party starts at 1230. Yep. And at that time, you have to decide, like, do I want to drink all night? Or do I want to just go home now before all the fun starts? So, yeah, so many times you opt to go all night. And because of that, in the morning, when you do get the first train wasted... I can't tell you how many adventures I've been on in the trains. You remember them? Um, I remember them because they're horrible. <laughs> oh, dude, because I can't remember them, dude. I fucking, like, it's all this fuzzy blur of me fucking stumbling around and shit, trying to hold on to something, falling over, puking. Yeah, you know? see, you're awake, though, and that's where my adventures come. Like, how many times have I been on the Yamanote train, which just goes in this loop around Tokyo... Like, I'll wake up four hours later, which mm-hmm. means I circled Tokyo, like, five times. Yeah. Or, like, another time I went and, like, went to Shinjuku, and then back to Machida, mm-hmm. back to Shinjuku, mm-hmm. woke up again, then back, like, towards Machida again. And you're just, like, waking up, like, no, I'm wasted, and I just want to go home, and my head hurts. I just want to sleep, yeah. Dude, you gotta get a fucking chain wallet like this, motherfucker, uh, because fucking, dude, I've heard stories of people getting their sto- like their, their wallets stolen, their keys mm. stolen, their watches stolen. Dude, fucking, I, I want to get, like, some kind of, like, like a chain to my fucking phone and shit, dude. Oh, I got wasted uh, on fucking Thursday and shit, dude. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, God, where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> had it dude fucking drunk johnny is fucking awesome dude because fucking when johnny gets faded and shit when johnny's kind of like uh fucking faded dude i bought an extra beer at when i was so fucked up put it in the fridge and shit so when i woke up and i was like oh god i'm so fucking faded hair of the dog dude i went into the fridge i opened it up to see if there's any food there's fucking nothing there except for one beer and milk and i was like fuck you milk <laughs> <laughs> blowing the beers like Psh, oh my god Oh, this is so good. This is going to, like, set me straight. Oh, man. Drink that fucking Asahi Super Dry. Fucking went back to bed. Perfect. And about a couple hours later. It's great, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Make sure you got beer at your house, like, when you fucking get faded and shit. Yeah, I think my craziest story was um, when I was still living in Itabashiko. I had to take this train called the Tobu Tojo Line. Uh-huh. And um, this pretty much goes, like, towards Saitama, but my station was still in Tokyo. So I got on the train, wasted in the morning, fell asleep on the train, woke up, still wasted at the very last stop. And usually in Japan, you could just walk across the platform and get on the train going the opposite direction. So I was still like half blacked out, half conscious. I walked across the platform, got on the train, and this train like went somewhere completely different. And then it was like, I woke up at like 10.30 a.m., I looked out the train window, and I saw hills and trees like forest 
Oh, I've done I was that. in the fort. I was in like Chichibu or somewhere deep Saitama. This is like for anyone who knows LA. Like I was like in like the Riverside or Corona of Japan, like far away. And then the worst part about it is it's 10:30 a.m. and you wake up and you see the forest and you realize now you have like a three-hour train ride back home. Oh, that sucks, dude. At least it wasn't in a taxi. Yeah. I've done that, man. I fucking got faded and took a taxi home from fucking somewhere really far away and had fucking a hundred dollar, a couple hundred dollar fucking like taxi, uh, just call it fair. Fucking sucks. Yeah. So that's why I decided Brad needs to live next to Shibuya. <laughs> Good choice, man. Good choice. Well, you're always welcome here in the Shibuya, in the Shibuya, in the Godfaded Japan Southside Studios. Mm-hmm. By the way, Johnny just generously poured me a glass of wine. So. Oh, yeah, that, that's what happens when I'm too quiet and shit is because I'm getting more booze. Yeah, when he sounded <laughs> like he was far away or in a tunnel, he was just going to get me some wine. Yeah, man. This wine is the driest fucking wine. It costs yeah. like 200 yen. It's in a plastic bottle, but I don't discriminate on bad wine because I don't buy expensive wine. No, no, no. Well, dude, this wine is like fucking like 12%, yeah, so I mean, that, that's not bad. That's a ho- Hanami wine right there oh yeah plastic bottle you drop it it's gonna bounce around it's not gonna break and like you know hurt somebody later and shit this thing you know a lot of people look down on like fucking all right plastic beer bottles that's that's kind of lame no yeah but fucking a plastic like a plastic wine bottle i'm dude i'm a fan because how many times have you fucking been at a party and shit especially when you're young you had like a bottle of boone's farms and shit you know and you drop it all of a sudden psh, a, you got wine all over the place, and you just lost your fucking three dollars. <laughs> and B, fucking like some kid or some dog is gonna walk around and hurt themselves and shit. And fucking, we do not like violence. So fucking, yeah, that sucks. But um, yeah, yeah, plastic bottle so wines, not bad. Yeah, because you never show up to the party with like, I have a hundred dollar bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon from La Blanc Fonds. So like, no, you're not gonna bring that to a party. Mm. You're gonna bring like some other thing that you don't. That's not going to taste that great anyway, so why not just put it in a plastic bottle? Because you know you're going to drop it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, a fucking bottle of wine like this and shit is going to keep you mad faded, you know? Mm. Oh, shit, man. That's pretty awesome. Oh, dude. This is not got faded Japan. We are getting faded Japan. You were faded when you showed up, mofo. Yeah, I was got <laughs> faded, but then I'm continuing to be getting. Welcome to got faded Japan. Shit, man. Hey, dude, do you want to do some news? Yes. Okay. All right. Let me see here. Okay. Two dudes, the news and booze. Uh, I don't know your thing. Cafe <laughs> Japan's about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> but we don't got the blues. We don't have the blues. No, man. We, we, have you ever had the blues? Has anybody ever cried on the show? Cry me a river. We had somebody cry after the show once. What'd you do? <laughs> oh, I didn't do shit. No, we we got fucking wasted and shit, and everything's all cool and stuff. And then after the show and stuff, we got really drunk and fucking, you know, somebody started crying. And it was fucking this weird fucking thing. This and is I, an I emotional to, experience. I don't know how to handle when fucking dudes cry and shit. I'm like, um. I thought it was a girl. No, okay. no, no, no. We've never had a girl cry. Quite the opposite. Um, we what's, had the, a, what's the opposite of crying? Happiness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wondering what goes on here. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, we started dancing. Things got a little bit heavy. Okay, all right. So here we go. Okay, all right, all right. So, all right. We're shooting from the hip here. Okay, so we've got this one. Oh, this is not long at all. That's not what she said. Oh, shit. We're at those jokes. Time to end the show. <laughs> oh, man. Once we get to those jokes, we're like, oh, should we have drank too much? 
All right, here we go. So, okay, usually we do a uh, top five. Top five is the five top stories. Oh, shit, we got three pretty good stories. We might do five. Fuck it. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so here you go. You can read this story. All right. You got it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Peeping Tom, police officer questioned after sneaking into the house, secretly watching women bathe. All right, this happened in Tokyo. A police sergeant in Musashino, Tokyo, is being questioned over allegations that he sneaked into a woman's home and secretly watched her bathe. The 31-year-old sergeant is said to have trespassed into the woman's home in Tokyo's Nerima Ward last November, Fuji TV reported. After illegally entering the home, the peeping Tom officer is accused of secretly watching the women take a bath. Oh! Yeah. Investigators said that they have discovered voyeuristic video recordings of other women on the sergeant's smartphone, as well as photos taken up women's skirts in another camera. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's for business, this one's for pleasure. <laughs> the sergeant has since resigned from his position at Musashino Police Station. That's all? Oh, all he geez. did was resign? You would think, like, as a police officer, he'd be the first guy to get arrested. But no, he, they just, he just resigned. He's good now. <laughs> <laughs> He's back on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really impressed with my skill ability to be able to read that story so naturally while I'm drunk. Yeah, no, no, you did a really good job. I, I did well. Dude, usually I can't do it that well. Shit, all right, so what's your opinion on this story? <laughs> Tough questions. <laughs> now the questions get intense. What do I do? All right, my question is this. This is, this is the thing. Uh-huh. Usually baths don't have windows, and when they do have windows, they're usually not really open, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, unless it's a bathhouse. Is it a bathhouse or just a bath? I think he said they were, he was sneaking into their houses. What the fuck? Hang on. I, I was concentrating on reading it correctly and not actually, like, Wait, reading the mean, story. Dude, yeah, see, like, trespass into the woman's home in Tokyo's... Yeah. How does she not notice? Does she just leave her bathroom door open? Uh, when I take a shower by myself, I still close the door. Yeah, you close the door because all the steam comes out and fucks with like your walls yeah. and shit, right? I don't, I don't want my cat to see me naked. You got a cat? I do have a cat. Why? <laughs> hey, don't be hating on my cat. We'll discuss this after the Johnny, podcast. Johnny, don't hit on the pussy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, fucking, yeah, dude, this is, I don't know, man. Um, these girls should definitely be locking their doors and uh, shutting their bathroom doors and shit. Because, I mean, dude, bathrooms are not that yeah. big in Japan. Like, dude, mine's the size of, it's like half the size of a closet. That seems like a really bad, like, method to peep on girls, though, like, of all ways to look at them, like, let me just sneak into her house and walk towards her bath and hope she doesn't notice that there's a dude standing in the doorway filming her. Breathing heavily. Oh, yeah. Sounds like Darth Vader. But they said they collected videos and photos, so apparently he's gotten away with it a couple times. Dude, you know what? This is probably, like, one of those serial rapists or some shit that start off, like, really, like, small. <laughs> like, maybe he's fucking, like, like, I don't know, maybe he takes a picture of a girl from a distance and he gets closer or closer or closer and fucking like he needs that rush or mm. some shit, right? So fucking he, he does the underwater, he does the underwear shots, whatever, mm. like he just see, he cuts off the, the speaker of his phone and shit <laughs> and he can like, or the, cause the phones in Japan and shit, whenever you take a picture, it sounds like this. All the phones make this fucking sound. All right, here we go. I'm going to take a photo of nothing. Yeah. So yep. yeah. And that's the fucking pervert fucking like thing. Thanks because of, because of all the perverts and shit, we can't take a normal phone call, like a, a picture, right? So maybe he starts off like, like you know, taking pictures of girls, then he goes to the mm. under the skirt photos, and then he's like, dude, what's left? Except for breaking and entering. 
<laughs> he's a police officer too, so maybe he was. Maybe they would be like, "Ah, why are you in my house?" He's like, "It's okay. I'm a police officer. It's for your protection." <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking pictures of some evidence. <laughs> <laughs> evidence. <laughs> Just oh. want to show you that I'm here to protect you. Oh man! In the comfort of your own home. Okay. All right. So all right, I've got dark, and I've got really dark, and I've got kind of dark. Where do you want to go? If There's it, a lot of dark shit here. If it was beer, I'd have the answer, but we're talking about news stories, so I can't decide. Let's just pick one randomly. Pick one. Okay, all right. Um, here we go. All right, boom. Man, I just, I just, I just touched the fucking iPad. Here I just go. watched him touch it randomly, so just so you know, he's not lying. Yep, I touched it with my wiener. Okay, <laughs> here we go. What is this? I, I didn't even really read it. <clears throat> Mother denies throwing five-year-old son from 13th floor apartment window. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't, he just jumped. <laughs> we saw Superman. It looks so good for him. I don't know if we can make it past that headline. That's too good. <laughs> I, I, dude, I can. Trust me. I'm a pro. Here we go. I hope he survived, though. Wow, fire, 13th floor. Yo, shit. Here we go. Tokyo, a 35-year-old woman on Monday pleaded not guilty to killing her 5-year-old son, whom she allegedly threw, allegedly, threw to his death from a window in their 13th floor apartment in Tokyo's Arakawa Ward in December 2014. Old news. Good news. During the opening (laughs) session of her trial, the Tokyo District Court, Aikato, said she had left the window open in the bedroom where her son, Koki Takahashi, uh, was and then had gone to the toilet. Wait, what did you say? And Dude, these stories are always written fucked up. And then... Left the window open in the bathroom where her son, Koki Takahashi, was and then had gone to the (laughs) toilet. That's what it fucking says, dude. Fucking, we get emails, people saying like, dude, you're too fucking faded. No, fucking these... Well, maybe, but these stories are fucking written bad too. Okay, gone to the toilet. Uh, Sankai Shimbun reported... When she returned, the boy's body was lying on the ground below at uh, around 11.15 p.m. What? On December 29th, 2014. Who the fuck lets a five-year-old kid up at 11.15 at night? Come on. Bedtime is 8 o'clock. For a five-year-old kid? Come on. Maybe he likes to party. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting down. (laughs) Shit, Shit was getting crazy. The boy's father looked for his son when he got home and became concerned. A passerby saw the child's body on the ground and called 110. See, that suspect right there. Where, like, the wife's like, oh, uh, yeah, he just disappeared. Magic! <laughs> <laughs> We're playing magic. He disappeared. I don't know where you went. Oh, fuck, dude. So he probably, like, oh, dude. Prosecutor said that Kato initially told police she did not have confidence in her ability to raise a child and that she just wanted to live alone with her husband. I'd hate to be the lawyer. <laughs> the lawyer's like, oh, we can't get out of this one, can we? I'm just trying to, like, literally imagine this situation playing out because, like, you just think about this woman picking up this baby and, like, fuck this baby and throwing, like, a football out the window. Like, how, how did this work? How did this work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> football? That's like... Yeah, throwing a cabbage patch kid on the so door. So you're just like rocking him, like, hey, let's rock back and forth. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh man. Well, after she told the police this, I, I think there's no going back. The court also heard that Kato had been shoplifting because she was stressed, and her husband had told her he would divorce her if she ever shoplifted again. 
That's a one sentence right there. So That would some... make me want to throw a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's ever a time. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. Oh. The rest of the wine, man, is all good. Thanks for buying the beer. No problem. This is sound of wine in my glass, which you can't hear because wine is actually silent as it sloshes back and forth. Are you serious? So wine is like the ninja drink? Apparently. Nice. I should have bought more wine. Oh, man. Well, anyway, this story's pretty fucked up, man. I mean, seriously, I, I feel bad for the husband. Husband comes home, honey, I'm home. Where's the beaver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Uh, this did ne- definitely did not make it out and leave it to beaver. It's like when you get married to a woman and have a baby with her, you never like think, oh, I think that maybe she might throw my kid out of a window one day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes when you do date a girl, you're like, maybe she's the type. (laughs) And in that case, don't marry her because this happens. Or maybe, maybe you got her knocked up and you're like, well, I guess I got to marry her. Oh, and that's why we should all wear condoms, right? (laughs) Dude. Maybe he threw the baby. Why do you keep saying baby? It was a kid. (laughs) <laughs> oh man uh, yeah I know he's a fucking wait what's a toddler is it a toddler five years old is not a toddler oh man okay alright dude alright from here to here it looks like there's a oh fuck man cause we didn't do fucking stories last week right okay cause yeah. we had an extended like really deep fucking discussion and shit we need some stories oh man there's a lot of fucked up stories in the meantime, negative zero. <laughs> yeah, this is the negative zero show. Facebook.com slash negative zero Tokyo. Oh, yeah, definitely. Plug all your stuff, man. Seriously. Yeah, we will have a CD out sooner. You can see some of our videos on YouTube, though. We're pretty yeah. awesome. I think so. I think so, too. My mom also agrees. My mom agrees, too, believe it or not. I tried to get my mom on this show. All right, so now I gotta pick a human skull bones found in public park in Yamaguchi. I feel we could do a little bit better than that, though. Yeah, I mean, you can fucking find bones and skulls and shit like everywhere on here. No, I'm just joking. Not in this neighborhood. Okinawan police arrest you, you a sailor on suspicion of rape. What's new? Yeah. <laughs> God, wait, wait, was it Okinawa? Yeah, Okinawa. Woman gets 18 years in prison over gas cylinder blast. That sounds intriguing. Here, read that one. All right. 18 years? Yeah, and like, what's she doing with gas? Like, she's like, hey, let's blow up some gas canisters. All right. Jesus. This happened in uh, Sapporo. For all you who don't know where that is, that is in the northern island of Japan in Hokkaido. Sapporo's actually a really cool place. I haven't visited there, but I would love to visit. I have visited there. No shit. How was it? It was very snowy, and it was awesome. You can't get snow like that in California or even in Tokyo. Really? Yeah. Like, from there... Oh, yeah, no, of course not in Tokyo. Like, yeah, of course. No, but, like, I heard, like, the people are cool, the food is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got a lot of really great sake up there. But if you want to build a snowman, it's yeah. not happening. Wait, in Tokyo or up there? No, up there. Because the snow is so fine, you pick it up. Like, I wanted to make a snowball to throw. Yeah. And, like, it just, like, falls out of your hand like sand because it's so fine. So it's, like, awesome for skiing. Yeah. Damn, That's dude. why I went up there to snowboard. It's pretty cool. And then, uh... How was snowboarding up there? Uh, I went to Niseko, which is about like a two hour and a half hour bus ride from Sapporo. It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, you know, I, I'm, I'm a city person, right? So I've always lived in cities. So 
I think like if I did go to the countryside or like like if I did live in like the like the, the boondocks or whatnot, I, I'd completely be bored. So if I did had to like for example, one reason or another, I'm just like, dude, I gotta get out of Tokyo. I'm fucking all this pollution, all this fucking blah blah blah. You know whatever. You know if I did leave, I think I'd have to go to Sapporo just because if I did go somewhere, I need to go somewhere that had like like something that I could do, and I think I could really get into like skiing or snowboarding and shit. Yeah, you should do it. Snowboarding is awesome. Snowboarding is awesome. I've never done it. It's like skateboarding, except when you fall, you don't fall on concrete and, like, hurt yourself. <laughs> but people get really seriously injured snowboarding, right? Well, that's, like, why you have to not hit a tree. Oh, okay, that's it? Because, I mean, dude, <laughs> Just I'm... Just don't hit the trees. Because, dude, I'm a kind of a I-don't-give-a-fuck kind of person, so, like, if I, can, if I was on a snowboard, I'm like, where's the biggest jump? <laughs> no, it's fun. Like, I do jumps and stuff, but I, I bruise my ribs... Luckily, I have not broken anything. Anyways, uh, yeah, woman gets 18 years in prison over gas cylinder blasts. That's a bad thing to do. Yeah, so, a 53-year-old woman has been suspected to eight, or has been sorry, has been sentenced to 18 years in prison after being found guilty of setting off five gas cylinder explosions in Sapporo between January and April 2014. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> oh, when you light it on fire, it explodes! <laughs> it was for the bonfire, the party! <laughs> the Sapporo District Court on Friday handed the sentence down against Sanai Nasukawa, who had pleaded not guilty to involvement in all of the blast. Fuji TV reported, wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a stunt double! <laughs> These kids, they just keep coming in my yard and blowing up gas canisters. <laughs> I have no idea how they did it. Damn the youth of today. The gas cylinder explosions occurred in the city's Kita Ward. The cylinders were filled with nails and thumbtacks and placed at a police station. Oh, oh snap. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely how you get 18 years. Yeah, a home center and Itoyakado store. Itoyakado is a department store out here. That's pretty punk. This is fucking anarchy kind of shit. Yeah. Like, no government. <laughs> and a shop within a three-kilometer radius of the police station in Kito Ward. The fifth explosion took place at a police dorm. So apparently she doesn't like police. Maybe she just watched straight out of Compton. She's like, fuck the police. But anyways, nobody was hurt in any of the blasts. That's comforting. Well, that's good. Um, dude, that, dude, getting like torn apart in a fucking blast is the worst way to go. Well, one of them. It's, it's got to be at least like a top 50. But dude, dude, for her to get 18 years, I think that's a little bit light. She, she tried, That's like and, terrorist activity. Um, <laughs> you think? Especially considering, what did I say? Uh, nails and thumbtacks. You know, thumbtacks are okay, but nails! I mean, thumbtacks, thumbtacks are like the I fucking like, like... Ah! <laughs> ow! Ow, that stings! It's like, can, I'll, I'll just pull it out. Then again, you know, if it's like blowing up like fucking like... With that velocity and shit, it's gotta be absolutely horrific. Dude, thank God nobody got hurt. Yeah, but 18... Dude... If, you, if this happened in the States, she would get fucking executed. I mean, that's some fucking, what's that, Timothy McVeigh kind of shit. Especially well, a police dormitory. Let's see how fast I can finish this. Cause oh, we, I thought we, you finished. We already got a lot to say about this. It's not even done yet. Oh. <laughs> police said the gas cylinders are the type commonly used in portable stoves. The court heard that Nasukawa was initially charged with the police storm blast on April 3rd, 2014, after being identified through surveillance camera footage, which put her at the scene of the blast. Well, that's pretty incriminating. After the blast, four letters, 
all of which had contents alluding to the series of crimes, were left at both the Kita Ward Police Station and at the office of a local news agency. Also pretty incriminating. Yeah, that's probably the cream of the crop. <laughs> Prosecutors told the court that the notes of a threatening nature were found uh, when police searched Nasukawa's residence. They claimed that Nasukawa had a grudge against the Kita Ward Police after she was investigated on suspicion of shoplifting Nengajo. Oh, shoplifting Nengajos. She was suspected to shoplift New Year's greeting cards. All these blasts were because they thought she stole some New Year's greeting cards. You know, getting arrested for shoplifting is really bad. It's shameful, but I mean, it's not as bad. (laughs) She took it to the next level. (laughs) She just went gangster. She's like, you suspect me? Fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> I just saw Mad Max and I know what to do. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. 18 years, though. I, I'm going to still say it's kind of lenient. <clears throat> oh, yeah, man. I mean, that could have hurt somebody, <laughs> probably. <laughs> you think I might have taken an eye out? <laughs> dude, oh, man. 18. How old is she? She's like 56? 53. 53. So she'll get out when she's dead. Yeah, I guess shit goes down in Sapporo that we don't know about. Yeah, shit, 53, so basically it's like 20 years. There's no such thing as good behavior in Japan, so 53, 63, 73, 73, man, dude, that's your golden years. <clears throat> yeah, she's not going to be one of the golden girls. Yeah, dude, the golden girls were hot back in the day. Like, all right, I know this I, I never of... really thought about it like that. No, 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 no. Dude, I saw a post, dude, on fucking Facebook and shit that showed the good Golden Girls before and after, like, mm. like not before, like when they died and shit, but like when they were young to like, like to like, you know, when they did uh, the Golden like Girls. Betty Davis or something, like oh. in the forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the thirties and forties and shit. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. By the way, that's the Golden Girls theme song. I don't know why I know that. I never really got into that show. Well, I lived with like. You know, three women. So, I'm gonna say either Lucky or who is my mom and my sisters, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I grew up with chicks. What's up? <laughs> I know all those movies. I saw Dirty Dancing like 13 times and Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. Was that that green fried? Was it green fried? Fried t- green tomatoes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I saw that too. Really, Jesus. Well, so you had older sisters, huh? Yeah, I'm sensitive. Oh, really? No, not really. You got a feminine <laughs> side? That's why your music's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so sensitive. I, I gotta let it out. Oh, fuck. All right, let's see. Let's do one more story. Dude, I'm trying to find the picture of the fucking Golden Girls. God damn it. Yes, so, anyways. Yeah, fuck it. Google Negative zero. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, here we go. Deck the halls with halls of holly. It is April. I shouldn't be singing this. Actually, it's March. I don't know when it, it is. It feels like April. How warm yeah. it is outside. Yeah, for all you who don't know, this is the most awesome season of Japan. We already told you that, so you already know it. But yeah, trees are going to get all pink. We're going to be going into picnics and drinking to look at them, but then we don't look at them and we just drink. Okay, um, this could either be really weird or really body of man with dementia. I just read it. Don't pre-read it. Fuck it. Okay, yeah. Fuck we it. gotta go for spontaneity. Alright, you gotta write. Oh, what? Uh, what the fuck? The requested, requested article has expired. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, fucking this company got bought out and shit. This website that we're using right now. We're using an iPad instead of like paper. Usually I do a lot of research and I get all the fucking stories and shit and I find all the best ones and blah, 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 and I print them out. But we're using an iPad just because fucking we had no time. We're throwing this shit together. God damn it. Well, that could have been a good one. All right, well, here we go. Here's just just the title. The title is Man Arrested Over Murder of Acting Troop Member Last August. And that's all we have. Acting troop member? Like a part of like a play troop? Or like a soldier troop? Do you think they're mimes? (laughs) One mime killed another one? He's like... Oh yeah, of acting. Like I was thinking acting like they're actively doing it. No, it's acting like they're an acting group. Ah, that would be so awesome if they're mimes. Wow, it's so much different (laughs) when you read stuff than when you hear it drunk. (laughs) Yeah, it's Things are put in much more perspective. Absolutely. All right, shit. Well, I'm going to say this fucking four stories. Good enough, dude. Oh, man. So, listen. Plug I'm your listening. Band. Plug your band. All right, yeah. If, or if there's anything else you want to plug and stuff, you got any shows coming up and stuff? Once again, uh, facebook.com slash negative zero Tokyo. We got some, a couple of videos online. There are a lot of people named negative zero, but I don't care because, I, like I said, I think I had the original story back in 1998 of how that got started. And um, we do have a show, but it's not until May 7th, I believe. Uh, the Complaints Department, who is another awesome band in Tokyo, invited us. I think we will be playing at the Ruby Room in Shibuya. There, I think they're doing a multi-location event, so it might change. But as of right now, Ruby Room in Shibuya, awesome location. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of my favorite places to play next to Gamuso. So come check it out. If anything, look at our stuff on Facebook. And if you like grunge rock, if you like 90s stuff, you know, that's just uh, what we do and what we sound like. Uh, I got a great uh, band. I got a great drummer, Matt Hall, from Boston, Massachusetts. I got a great bass player, Jiro Hayashi. He's uh, from Japan, obviously. We, I guess he doesn't necessarily obviously have to be from Japan. And I got myself. and We do good stuff, so check it out. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, if you like to keep the 90s alive. Hell yeah, dude. The 90s are still around. (laughs) Disco never died. (laughs) Grunge is dead, but not dead. But yeah, we don't sound like Nickelback, so don't worry. We sound pretty good. Awesome, I agree. And yeah, if you really, if you you didn't catch all that and stuff, just Google Negative Zero Japan or Negative Zero Japan Band, and you will definitely find it. Images, uh, website, Facebook... Oh, there's a picture here when you're young. Oh, shit. Not maps. Videos. We go to videos. Uh, I kind of want to know what picture you were looking Down at. Down right there. Oh, that's a video. That's a video. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a picture there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just Google that and stuff, and you'll find everything and more. Awesome. Dude, Brad, thank you so much for coming here tonight, man. Thank you for inviting me. Sorry it took so long. Like, there was a lonely podcast two weeks ago of Johnny by himself, and I have to admit that was a little bit attributed to me, not being available hey man this shit happens don't worry about it faders you know what to do definitely go down to got fitted japan on facebook uh friend us fucking uh just call it um yeah the spilting.com by a painting we do have sponsors too we've got uh we've got gamuso and we've got mitsuya both located in asagaya west side japan or west side tokyo <laughs> i guess it is west side japan if it's west side tokyo it's in the west in the west of the best and uh yeah thank you very much and uh yeah if you do have a minute which you do right now because you're uh, on a train on a bus or hopefully not driving listening to this podcast and uh, yeah go to uh, itunes and give us a five-star review that would mean the world to us and we will definitely be back next week 
dude, you are welcome on the show anytime. Like, yeah. maybe he wants to be back and stuff, but he's got a lot of music stuff he's doing and stuff. I want him back, but yeah, Brad, dude, whatever you want. You live down the street. Fucking show up. Yeah, I'd be happy to come back again, and maybe I'll try to bring my band next time. Yeah, that'd be great, dude. All right, Finish, thank you very much for tuning in. See you on the flip side. Thank you, Vietnam. Thank you, Tesla Russo, Alabama. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>
little brother a goddamn shit soaking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I excuse me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.